Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I don't plan to be before you long tonight. Um, but I, I do want to just share a, a simple thought that God did put on my heart sometime this morning. Um, and I'm just going to look at 2 Samuel chapter 21. And I'm going to start with verse 15 and finish up with 22. Bear with me. It's Old Testament names, Old Testament places. And I forgot my glasses. I did hear a minister one time when he was reading some Old Testament uh, names and everything. I forget who it was, but he started just filling in like Ishbitabob with like Billy. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good idea. But I, I, I will try to stick with what the Bible says tonight. Uh, verse 15. Another battle was fought between the Philistines and Israel. So David went down with his soldiers, and fought the Philistines. David became exhausted. Now, Ishibitabab, one of the descendants of Rapha, had a spear that weighed 300 bronze shekels, and he was armed with a new weapon. He had said that he would kill David, but Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to David's aid, striking the Philistine down and killing him. Then David's men took an oath, saying, You will not go out to battle with us again. You must not extinguish the lamp of Israel. There's a word in there also, by the way. Later, there was another battle with the Philistines, this time in Gob. On that occasion, Sibachai, the Hushabatite, killed Saph, who was one of the descendants of Rapha. Yet another battle occurred. With the Philistines and Gob, on that occasion, Elianon, the son of Jair, the Bethlehemite, killed the brother of Goliath, the Gittite. The shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Yet another battle occurred in Gath. On that occasion, there was a large man who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, every four, 24 in all. He, too, was a descendant of Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of David's brother, Shemaiah, killed him. These four were the descendants of Rapha, who lived in Gath. They were killed by David and his soldiers. And just a simple thought tonight was, make the next giants weaker. Make the next giants weaker. And we could fill that in. Make the next giants weaker for your brother, for your sister, for your son, for your daughter, for your neighbor, for your friend, for your mom, for your dad, whomever it is. But let's make the next giants weaker. Thank you, Jesus, for again, for your presence tonight, God. We give you praise. We give you glory for the presence that we feel here tonight, God. You are holy, God. You are holy, Jesus. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Bless us tonight, God. Bless us, God. Pour your favor and your anointing out here tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray and give you thanks, God. Amen, amen, amen. You can be seated. I don't know what I would do without David and the woman at the well. It seems like every time I preach, teach, or whatever it is that I do, that they're the subject matter. And I've got another message on my heart right now that involves 
both of them, but this is where we're going tonight. Amen. But when I think about David, and I think about that original battle with Goliath, it just it, it interests me that he is, here he is coming up to this battle, you know, just delivering sandwiches, just kind of an afterthought coming up to, to this huge battle which is taking place where all of Israel saw nobody, nobody's wanting to go out and, and fight this, this giant. But here comes David who there was already stories about. He was already a legend. He was already anointed to be king. But here he comes out to this battlefield and is an afterthought. And I can't help but wonder if, if we would encourage people more as opposed to tear people down. What the church would be like. What the nation would be like. And, and what the world would be like. Now, I can't say that I know that they were the same as so many of us today. But based on how his brothers spoke to him and based on how Saul s spoke to him during the whole process and even at the end, like, who, who, who are you? What, what, what are you all about? That they were very similar to people today and the fact that all too much, it's easier to tear somebody down as opposed to uh, encourage them. And I don't want to be like Brother Charlie and always talk about culture and what's going on and, and the world and the country. I know you all hear me say it enough, but can't help but talk about it sometimes. And I just wonder if we were to encourage people more, what would the church be doing? But here comes David up with this, these sandwiches or whatever he was bringing to, uh, to, to feed his brothers and, and some people. And just an afterthought there. Meanwhile, this, this great... Um, battle takes place. And I can't help but think that this one battle with this one giant, how many of us in the church, in Tree of Life, have stopped talking about some of the, some of the battles, some of the giants that have been slain, Brother Ken? Are, are we still talking about them? Do we figure, or do we feel like, hey, if we do talk about that, if I do talk about that, people are going to think, here they go talking about themselves again or trying to boast, you know, about themselves. But we're really just glorifying God. I pray that when you talk about the victories that you've gotten, we're simply glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ because our victory is in Him. Our victory is in Jesus, Brother Young. That's who our victory is in. So that's who we go out and when we face these battles. And we, we, when we go out into these battlefields and we get these victories, too often we're like the children of Israel and we go and we forget about it. We see the next battle and think, ah, are we going to be able to get through this one? Can we get through this one? But I'm here to say and remind us tonight that we've got some elders that have seen some great victories. We've got some elders that have seen some victories that I'm out here fighting some of our youth are fighting that they've already won. And I don't know how often we bother to even ask them, Brother Ken, about some of the victories and some of the battles and some of the giants that have been slain, Brother Dave, that we could draw on and lean on from you. And I know that right now, my goodness, in this day and in this hour, there are so many giants, so many giants that people are facing that we weren't facing when I was young. We weren't facing even 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, certainly. And, and I can't help but call, call attention to some of the things going on right now.
because we have to be watchmen on the wall. We have to be watchmen. I remember Bishop Buller telling us these things that are coming, these things, these signs of the times, the things that are going to come, the one world governments, all the things that are happening right now, and it's too easy to get caught up in one side. And I, I know that the Antichrist is smart enough to say, I'm going to play both sides of this. I'm going to be on CNN, and I'm going to be on Fox. I don't want to believe anybody if they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. So I'm not putting my stock into either side of that. I know what this word says. And I know what I've been told and the prophetic words that have come forth about the things that we're going to see. And I just worry that we're not watchmen watchmen's on the wall anymore. I talked about this a few weeks ago during prayer at uh, Sunday morning service. And I said, you know, for too long. And I brought up the meme, uh, you may or may not have heard it, that it said, you know, last, it was going around in December, just quietly walk into 2022. Don't even wake it up. Don't say things like, this is going to be my year. This is going to be your year. This is going to be the best year ever. Just don't even let 2022 know it started. And, and maybe we'll just sneak in there and, and all this stuff that's going on will go away. But I, I shared what God put on my heart, and that's like, no, no. The church needs to walk boldly into 2022. Come on now. The church needs to walk boldly into 2022. Far too long, far too long we have been circling Jericho. Just being quiet. Be quiet, Christian. Be quiet about abortion, Christian. Be quiet about prayers in schools, Christian. Be quiet about alternative lifestyle or what they say now is it's their truth. This is the only truth that I know of. It's the only truth that I know of. And it's time for us to say, all right, we've, we've walked around Jericho enough. It's time to start shouting. It's time to start speaking this truth and standing up for this word of God. Because if we're not doing it, who is killing these giants that are coming onto the earth right now? Who is killing these giants that are going into the schools right now and teaching to your children? Who is killing the giants that are on the airways, the politicians on both sides of the party, everything that's going on? We can't even talk. I remember whatever it was when the Soviet Union had the Olympics, it was boycotted across the bar. Now you can't even say anything about a nation that is doing the atrocities they're doing. That's where we are and society is where just keep your mouth shut. Let these giants roam and let these giants do what they're doing. But the church has to arise. The church has to be the voice. We, can't, we don't have to be out and, and marching in lines and doing convoys, whatever it is. It, we don't have to do any of that. We just have to stand on the word. We just have to stand on the word. We need to love everyone because, again, both sides are being played by the enemy. Both sides are being played by the giants of this world. And it's not, we're not supposed to join in any of that. Just stay in this word. But be a giant slayer. Don't be afraid to speak up about what's in this word because that's what, that's where we're seeing the problem. It, we are in a church, the Laodicean church age. We are seeing lukewarmness all over the place. And if we are quiet about the truth, then what are we letting our children see in our home? If we're afraid to slay a giant, then what, what legacy are we leaving with our children? If we're afraid to say, hey, you know what, that's not right that they're doing this or this policy is in place or 
whatever school was doing, what, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's against the word, then we need to stand on this and not be afraid to face that joint giant because too many people in this Laodicean time are saying it's just easier to be quiet. But the problem is with that, and a lot of people are blinded by what's happening. A lot of people were just going along thinking, hey, even though we heard this 30 years ago that these things are coming, now we're saying, wow, well, no, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, they're just taking control of this. They're just taking control of that. Oh, they're, now they're talking about doing away with this system or this money system. I heard about it growing up, one world monetary systems, one world governments. I heard about it. Watchmen were on the walls telling us these things are coming. We can't be afraid now that we're in the middle of it that we're seeing it happen, now's not the time to go quiet. And if you've got to wake somebody up that's blind to what's happening, just like God has blinded the, the Jews to Jesus, there are people right now that are being blinded to what's taking place right in front of them. Giants are roaming the earth and just having their way, and the church needs to arise and say, no more. No more. We're not going to let this happen anymore. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stand up for this truth, and I'm going to fight for it. And I'm going to show my kids, I'm going to leave a legacy and show someone that, yes, we can face these giants. And I look at David versus Goliath. It takes a whole chapter. That one story that we heard about in, in Sunday school and everybody, whether you're in ever even attended Sunday school, there's a good chance that you've heard the story of David and Goliath. Sports announcers, when the you know when the you know the the team that's the underdog, and I don't know if the Bengals are an underdog or not, but most of the time, the Bengals are David for sure. This year happens, whatever's happened, I have no idea, but somehow this year they they they're 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 standing strong. But most of the, you see all the time in these sporting events, if it's the Cinderella story, or they'll always say David versus Goliath. So it's something that everybody knows, but it takes up 58 verses to tell the story of that one battle. That one giant, they take up, the Bible takes up one whole chapter, 1 Samuel 17, 58 verses. Here, we scoot up to 2 Samuel 21, 21, 15 through 22. Four battles. And it just goes through eight verses. Now, it doesn't say that they're giants. It alludes to the fact that they are giants because they're obviously descendants or relatives of Goliath. And there's other um, uh, versions of the Bible that says they were giants. But it alludes to the fact that they were giants, six fingers and how big their, their, their weapons were and things like that. So it's telling me that, yes, these were giants also. But yet it only takes eight verses to talk about four battles versus 58 to talk about one. That's because David went out in that first battle and showed the whole way and showed all of Israel when nobody else wanted to walk out onto that battlefield. When Saul is the one that was, he was anointed, David's anointed king, but Israel goes ahead and takes Saul. He's head and shoulders above everybody else, right? Let's go ahead and Let's go ahead and make him king. But nobody wants to walk out on that battlefield. And here comes this, this boy that has already done all of these things, all of, all of the, won all of these battles and have, has all of these accolades, but they're still dismissing him. And he says, I'll go out 
and he takes out this giant. 58 verses to tell that story. Then we kind of just move on, and in 2 Samuel, four battles, four other giants, eight verses, because he showed them the way. And I just wonder tonight, can you just stand on it? Can you remember those giants that you've slayed? Can you talk to an elder tonight about a giant that they've slayed? Because I, that's the leg, I don't want my daughters to face the same giants that I've faced. I don't, I don't want the youth group right now to face the same giants that other youth groups have faced. I don't want the young people are coming into their own in this life and right now in this time to face the same giants and have that same fear walking out on the battlefield. I want them to say, you know what? You've shown us the way, Tree Alive Church. You've already shown us how to slay these giants so our kids can walk into their schools, so you can walk into your jobs, so you can walk into whatever encounter that we are facing with the pressure that's coming on into this world and this nation and say, you know what? Christians before me have already won. They've already faced these giants. We've already battled them and they've already been slain. Heads been chopped off and held up and God has been given the glory for it. Praise God. It's already done. The victory's already been done in Jesus' name. Quit being afraid of fighting battles that have already been won. My goodness, Bishop Buller told us for years, and he talked about it, and he told us, and he, and he gave us testimony after testimony. And I know there's testimonies in this place right now, Brother Ken. I know you've got them. Brother Dave, I know your childhood. I've heard of it. And I know you prayed for Brother Brian to not have those same battles, and Kedrick to not face those same battles. And on down the line, Brother Terry Williams, I don't think he's here right now, but I've seen him. He's faced some battles. I see him week after week bringing in Brother Donnie. That's a battle. That's a giant to face and stand up to that and say, you know what? I'm going to bring Donnie to the house of the Lord every week, week in and week out. That's not an easy thing to pick him up, carry him in. Brother Yariel, I know you faced some battles in Panama. And it took you a while to get to where you've gotten, but you got where you are now. And what your kids may not have seen years ago, now they're seeing it. Now's the time. Now's the opportunity. It doesn't matter what has happened up until this point. You can still show your children how to slay a giant. You can still stand tall for your children or for others. Right now, Tree of Life, we got to face giants together. And we've done that. Here's the thing. Look at that. That building is being built in spite of the economy and what's taking place right now. You've given in spite of what's taking place in the economy right now. In spite of a community coming against us. That was a giant. Tree of Life faced that together. The economy and the, and the condition that it's in, to have that going up right now, I guarantee some of them ha are looking out every day and saying, are you kidding me? We couldn't take them down, and then we thought for sure the virus and the economy would take them down. But God is saying, no, I've already shown you how to slay giants. And I don't know what your bank account or your income or your job situation says. If you made a commitment to ready now and you gave to it, God is saying, okay, I'm going to bless you above and beyond that. Because he, we can slay Goliath. And now we're showing people, and the people that are coming in, the people that are going to come in after 
that's built, and we've made these sacrifices. It's like the people that came in and, and, and the parable and Jesus said, yeah, some of them came in and got paid the same wage as those that had worked all day, and they came in and worked the last 10 minutes or whatever it is. Amen. Bring them in. I don't care. Bring them in. They don't have to pay a penny towards that building, but I pray that they go down in Jesus' name. I pray that they get filled with the Holy Ghost. Because we're slaying giants, tree of life. Let your children, let those Sunday school kids see you slaying giants. What are they seeing when we go home? Are they just seeing it at church? What words are they hearing when we talk to them in the car on the way home? What words are they hearing? Are, are they hearing us at home struggling and talking about our giants? How are we going to afford this? This just happened. This health issue came up. This just happened. Trust me, I get it. I get it. We, I, we've got a I believe 12 week old today. And since November 17th, I've been tired. <laughs> and then I saw uh, my dad go into the hospital and fight a battle for a month. And I know this it was God's decision to take him. And, and the one thing that I know that God showed me during that whole time, because trust me, I thought there's some, some times that you think you want to hear something, and sometimes. It's God, maybe sometimes it's not, but I can remember the one time that I was positive that it was God. And he said, no man, no virus, no doctor, no hospital, no, 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 no medicine, no nothing determines who I take and who I let live. He gives and he takes away. And we got to show people those giants don't scare us either. Nothing. There's, there's no giant. Greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. There's no giant that can take you down. When you stand on this truth, when you remember that greater is he that's in me, when you remember that the very same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in me, when you remember that, no matter what report you get from your job, the doctor, or anything like that, there is no giant that you should back down from. It's too late in the game for our kids to see us cowering and backing down from giants. It's too late in the process. I don't know how long he's going to tarry. I believe we're going to get in that building, but I don't know how long it's going to be. I know this, that I thought three or four years ago we were knocking on the door. But now the things that, that I'm seeing, it could be tomorrow. It's too late for other people to see us backing down from giants. It's your turn to stand up and let somebody see you. And if they can't handle it right now, let them see you take down that giant. Let them see you take it down. I saw Bishop Buller take down some giants. I saw my dad take down some giants. giants. Brother Jamie, I know your dad took down some giants. I know for a fact he took down some giants. I, I remember some many phone calls, many hours with him facing those giants, and he stood up against those giants, and I know you have faced them too, and you're having an easier time than your dad did, because he took down those giants, and that's what all of us can do. Let your children see it. Let your community see it. Let your coworkers see it. Let this world and this nation see it. We're building a new building for a reason. 
it's defying what's happening in so many churches across that you've probably seen the reports. Churches are closing down everywhere. Or they're just getting away from any truth just to say, yeah, we'll accept any truth that you believe. Just come, you know, give us, a, give us an offering, whatever it may be. It's happening all over the place. But a church like this that's standing on this word, that's why we're seeing that building go up. That's why we're seeing people just come in and, and saying, hey, we're not even on our property right now. I haven't been for months. Thank the Lord for Grace Point, Pastor Sizemore, and that congregation. They're facing giants with us. We're facing their giants with them. And it's going to be easier. It's going to be easier because we have the blueprint. We have. We've seen it happen before. Amen. Brother Zach, I'm going to ask you if you're in this place. I want, I want to bring out our youth and our Sunday school kids. But before I do that, Brother Dave, Brother Ken, some of our elders. And that's, this isn't based on age. I feel led to do this and felt led to do it today. Some of the ladies in the church, some of our prayer warders, some of our daughters of Zion, some of our elders that have been through and slain some giants. I'm going to ask you all to come up here tonight. We're going to bring out our youth tonight. We're going to bring out our Sunday school kids. Come on up. Brother Ken, please lead the way for us. I know you've slain some giants, Brother Ken. I've heard your stories of getting the Holy Ghost at camp. Brother Dave, I know you've slain some giants. It's not based on age. Hey, if you're over 40, you're an elder in most people's eyes. All these, all these kids that are coming out here, if you're over 40, you're an elder. So come on up, church. Listen, if you're a prayer warrior, come up. Come on. Don't make me call out your names. Come on up. We're going to pray for these kids. They're facing too much. They have to know that they can look to somebody. They have to know that they can look to somebody that has taken down some giants. My goodness. Jesus' name. My God, help us, Lord God, to speak to them. Help us, Lord God, to reach out to our elders that may think just like David thought. You know, David could have easily thought, I'm not worth anything anymore. Or I'm not worth anything. I'm just bringing up this lunch. He could have easily thought, who cares? They're just dismissing me. Some of our elders, some people that maybe had a ministry years ago might be thinking, well, I'm not anybody anymore. That's a lie from Satan. You may just be a prayer warrior. And let me tell you something. In a conversation with Brother Tyreek Sunday when I said, you know, he said, hey, we're still praying for you. And I said, you know what? I have felt all those prayers. And I said, I know when you were with Noah in the hospital, you felt the prayers. Don't tell me that prayer doesn't mean anything. It means everything. You can take, you can just forget everything that I said tonight, but if we take this time to pray for these kids that are coming in here, that means more than anything I've said tonight, because your prayers are going up. They're going up to the gates of heaven. They're going up to the throne of God, and he's sending angels down. He's sending angels down, tree of life, to minister to these kids. He's sending angels down to minister to people right now like Brother Brandon Jordan sitting in a hospital room. Sending angels down to heal me and my mom, my sister. Sending angels down to give Brother Tyreek and Sister Ashton, Ashton strength when their baby is laying in a hospital room and the doctors are saying, we don't have any idea. It doesn't look very good. 
Where's that strength coming from? It's coming from your prayers. Don't ever think you're not valuable in the kingdom of God. Don't let Satan lie to you and make you think that you're not worth anything. You're, you're just carrying a bag of sandwiches up to the battlefield. You're on the forefront of the battlefield. If you've slayed some giants tonight, pour it out into these kids. Come forward. I've got a daughter coming forward. I want her to know she doesn't have to be afraid of the giants that are in this world right now. My God, in Jesus' name, bless these kids. Bless these kids. Come forward, guys. I want you all to know that these people that are praying for you, you've all heard of David and Goliath, right? I know you know that story. These people that are praying with you tonight, they faced some Goliaths in their life. Let's go ahead and just pray right now in Jesus' name. My God, some of them, we don't even know what they're facing in their homes when they go to school today, and we can't go with them. When they get on that bus, come on, church, let's all come around. It's okay. Come on, church, prayer warriors. Come on, people, Holy Ghost-filled saints. Cover these kids. Help them to face the giants that are coming at them. Satan would want nothing less than to come at them and send a giant into their life and disrupt their life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, Jesus. My God, cover them, God, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ, help them, God, each and every day that they go to school, God, when they get on the bus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Plead the blood over them, tree of life. Jesus' name. Give them victory, God. In Jesus' name, God. Hallelujah, God. Protect their minds, God. Give them, Lord God, the shield of faith, God. Bless breastplate of righteousness, God. In Jesus' name, cover them, God. Protect their minds, God, from the lies that Satan is trying to speak to them, that they can't conquer these giants, God. Cover them, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, God. Help us, Lord God. Help our elders to breathe life, God, to encourage the young people. Help the young people to look to them, God, to know that they've won some battles, God, that they haven't even faced yet. My God, in Jesus' name, help us to know, Lord God. Come on, church, cover them. In Jesus' name, cover them. They're facing things that we didn't even face, but we face the giants that are coming at them right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. They may look different, but they come from the same place. Jesus' name, my God, in Jesus' name, go into every classroom, God. Let the Lord use you, church.
Hallelujah. Give them strength, God. Courage, God. To stand up to the lies that the world is telling them now. In Jesus' name, our young people now are coming in also, church. Let's cover them. Let's move this out. Let's cover our youth. Cover our youth right now. In Jesus' name, cover them. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, come forward, church. Please, if you can, stand up. Hallelujah. Brother Rod, come on. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Come on. Let's cover them. They need it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God, in Jesus' name. Sister Chris, I know you're a prayer warrior. Please come up. Sister Rodriguez, you're a prayer warrior. Please come up. Sister Mirka, Brother Yariel, come on. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Brother Scott. Brother Jonathan, come on, guys. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Sister Amanda, come on. You guys are prayer warriors. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Cover them. Amen. Hallelujah. Let them know. If God moves you to tell them a testimony, tell them a testimony tonight. Don't let them leave here feeling defeated. My God, in Jesus' name, speak to them. Encourage them. Hallelujah, Jesus. Equip them tonight. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Equip them. Help them to know what they're facing. They can have victory. Jesus, Jesus' name. Cover them tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray against depression, suicidal thoughts, drugs, alcoholism, pornography. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ right now. The things that they're facing, the challenges coming against them, lies, alternative lifestyles that they're supposed to accept. We love everyone. Jesus' name, cover them. Pray your victory that you've had over them right now. Let God put a giant that you've conquered on your heart right now and pray it over somebody. Look at what they're facing. Halaboshikataya, Jesus. Jesus' name. Hikalaboshiamahatai. My God, in Jesus' name. Cover them, God. Give them strength, my God, in Jesus' name. Give them courage, God, in Jesus' name. Help them to stand strong, God. Don't let the giants that we've already beaten be in vain, God. Don't let the giants that we've already beaten, God, help their giants be easier. Help their giants to be weaker. Give them an easier victory, God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, give them an easier victory, God. In Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, don't stop, church.
We got time. We've got time. Think about what you're facing. They're facing everything that you're facing if they're in your home. If they're in your life, they're facing it too. They may not know it. Don't let them, don't let them see you back down from giants. Speak into their life right now, God. Jesus, Jesus. Strengthen them, God. My God, my God. Let your Holy Spirit fill them, God. Jesus, my God. Give them strength. Give them victory. Let their schools see somebody with victory in Jesus. Jesus, Jesus' name. Give them victory. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I'm not going to quit because I know they need it. If you feel like you need to let up, go ahead. But I know that they need it. I know they need it because I know what they're facing. I hear from their youth pastor the things that they're facing. I hear from their Sunday school directors the things that they're facing. I know what my child's facing. My God, they need to know. They need to know you've already slain big giants. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Go ahead, Ananiah. In Jesus' name, claim your victory, Ananiah, right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You claim your victory right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't care what you're facing. Claim it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Gabe, you claim it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You have victory because what other people have won. In Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mighty God, go ahead and claim it. Gage, claim it. Claim your victory, Gage. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus. Autumn's not here tonight. Brother Ken wants us to go ahead and lift her up. Jesus' name. Hallelujah right now, God. Jesus, strengthen Autumn, God, tonight in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus. I know somebody's going to be reluctant to do this, but I want a young person to give a testimony tonight. I want, I, if I have to ask your youth pastor or your Sunday school directors, I will. But I want one of you youth to share what you're facing right now and give us a victory that you've got in school. Can somebody share something tonight that you've seen? A victory or something, even if it's a challenge that you're facing in your school.
because I know you've got them. And I want to hear about it because we're going to claim it tonight. In Jesus' name. Brecken, do you have anything you can share tonight with us? Amen, amen. The um, Lord put on my heart this year that he was wanting to set me free. Um, for years, I had been struggling with um, lust and pornography. And the Lord said this year, if you will speak to it, if you will expose it for what it is, if you will expose the darkness, then I will set you free. And God, God, expo God put the microphone in my hand right now because I needed to expose it. The Lord called on me in this moment so that I could expose it for what it is. It no longer has power. When you speak the name of Jesus over it, it has no more power in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you, God. That's one giant. That's one giant that was made easier. That's one giant that was made easier. You're making, my God. Church. You're making it easier for them. Don't, don't discount yourself. My God, don't think that you're inconsequential. Don't think we just come in here and we just have church and our pastor's this great preacher and we, he feeds us and blesses us, which he does. Don't think you're just sitting here in a spectator. Encourage these kids when they walk past you. Elders, Tell them you can beat those giants. I've faced them. Not just the young people. Do it for me. Help me. Help each other. Jesus. Just expose it. Just expose it. The darkness. The light will comp. It can't, it can't handle the light. It get rid of, gets rid of all that darkness. That's one giant, Brecken. I know there's more. And Tree of Life is behind you, young people. We're going to stand behind you, our youth leaders, our, our children's church leaders. We're going to stand behind you, but we also need your prayers. Don't discount your prayers either. I remember, I'll, come, I'll close, but I remember a couple years ago, my back was just a mess. It was shot. It was two months, chiropractor, everything, and it was just hurting. And Brother Luami was here with his two boys. And I said, you know what? And I learned this from Billy Cole. I, I went up and I said, hey, guys, my back. I, I just need prayer. I need prayer. I need prayer. And I know what those two guys thought. He's going to ask Dad, you know, pray for him. Brother Luami, you know. And I said, No. Caleb, Micah, I want you guys to pray for me. Because I wanted them to know their prayers are powerful too. Your prayers are powerful too. Jesus' name. 
I didn't walk out of there feeling great, but within a week, no more chiropractor. Because prayers work. Have the faith, young people. You weren't in here to hear it all, but David faced Goliath. That first battle against that big giant took him down, and then it says later on in 2 Samuel that they killed four more giants, and it only took eight verses to tell that whole story. People have slayed some big giants for you all. Receive it from them. Don't take it for granted, but receive it and stand on it and know that you can walk an easier path because of where your church and your family and your parents have already gone before you. You can walk a little bit bolder than they did because giants can be scary, but you can walk a little bit taller and a little bit bolder than maybe one of us did because they've already taken them out for you. Lean on these folks. Go up and ask them about something. Say, hey, can you tell me a story? I'm going through this. Reckon you're not the only one struggling with that. Everybody in this church, a lot of people have, and you're just now dealing with it, but somebody else can tell you, hey, yes, it is something you can overcome. Thank you, Jesus. I'm closing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, give Tree of Life victory, God, from our youngest to our oldest, God. In Jesus' name, and everybody that walks in, God, tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year, or however long you tarry, and we're here, God. Help our victories, help them, God, to be easier. In Jesus' name, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all, in Jesus' name. Let's continue to lift one another up. Let's continue to pray. Family prayer this Saturday. In Jesus' name, let's be here at 930 and continue to pray this thing through. Let's pray on through until God comes back. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. In Jesus' name.